0: Welcome to episode 25 of The Lovecraft Tapes, an actual play called of Cthulhu 7th edition RPG podcast using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are Matt Zelish as Dan Williams.
1: I like to make sure I experience every bathroom that life can offer.
0: Gabe DeChenzo as Roy Arroyo. Anything to get away from my kids, man. And Brian Johnson is the lovely and talented Samantha Blaine.
2: Where the hell's that CVS? Or was it a Rite Aid?
1: How's
0: everybody doing tonight?
1: Crossing my fingers that my internet stays put this time and does not decide to run off on its own.
0: Stay, internet, stay.
1: Sit, ubu, <laughs> sit. Good internet.
0: Well, before we continue with our investigations, we do need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor.
3: Chris here from Bankrupt Books, your friendly neighborhood bookstore located in downtown Arkham. I just wanted to let you know we'll be having our annual sidewalk sale this coming weekend with most used titles at least 50% off. Plus, we'll be serving lemonade and chocolate chip cookies inside with all proceeds going to the Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. The MSPCA does good work and we love to give back. Also, we'll be collecting any ancient tomes you may have stored in the attic or root cellar, if they're written in either Sanskrit or Latin. No translated copies, please. We'll be shipping these off to area kindergartens and senior living facilities. Nothing like tongue-twisting incantations to brighten young minds or stave off read uh, Alzheimer's disease. And this month only, we'll be matching your donation by giving a random spell scroll from our forbidden collection. Remember, bankrupt books were more than just chapter thirteen.
0: And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> what a commercial. <laughs> oh, Brilliance. Nothing but who knows what it's gonna be this time. It's it's always a what mystery. real sponsors that we have. Hashtag sponsor us. And now we continue with episode twenty-five. Previously on The Lovecraft Tapes Three months after the events at the Contented Cow, Samantha and Dan have grown closer. Special FBI agent Roy Arroyo continues to investigate the mysterious disappearance of Charles Blaine, who is missing and under suspicion for the murders in Deerfield, New Hampshire. Over time, Roy has befriended Samantha and Dan. They enjoy many evenings at Blaine Manor, sipping a wine and discussing other strange occurrences that cross their paths. And having eyes wide shut parties. Yeah, who who gets the rooster masks this time? Dibs. One Saturday morning, Dan discovers an old acquaintance has been arrested for attempted theft of a controlled substance. He convinces the other two they should visit the jail to see how they might help. Roy questions Ryan Davies in his cell, but the prisoner claims to remember nothing. Instead, he asks the investigators to visit his wife and let her know he's okay. He'll make it up to her and she should, quote, reconsider my life. Samantha pops into Bankrupt Books where Ryan Davies was manager and speaks with Chris, the assistant manager. Although Chris is at first reluctant to share information, she calls Samantha later to reveal some disturbing information about Ryan's behavior lately, ever since he came into possession of a certain book from an estate sale. And that's where we'll open up the scene.
2: I didn't know states were for sale, but that's pretty cool.
1: I bought the whole state of Rhode Island.
2: I'm not buying Michigan after this. It's an estate sale. Oh.
1: Are they Trump estates at the <laughs> Sharper Image store?
2: Buy two to buy, get three free.
0: And then go to my university. And then we'll settle out of court. Thank you. Good so
1: night.
2: Yep, and that's it. <laughs> that's our episode.
1: And the NSA is shutting us down. <laughs>
2: you don't have to spell it.
1: The NASA is shutting us down.
2: M-O-O-N.
0: That spells Trump <laughs> or Moon. So we're going to open up the scene with Roy Arroyo leaving the police station. And he sees Dan out on
4: the sidewalk fiddling with his phone. Dan, where were you, man? You were gone. We did the whole thing.
1: You Really? Oh, sorry. I had uh, I I really had to go. You know, when nature calls, and you know they put out a new Angry Birds game. This thing is insane.
4: <laughs> Yo, nature can call you, dude. Yeah. Give me your number. It's great.
1: I'll I'll, I'll give you the number later.
4: Alright. So that dude, he was yeah, he was worthless. Really. My bad cop persona didn't go over well. I blame him, not me. I do nothing wrong.
1: <laughs> did you have someone in there to play good cop to your bad cop bugsy wouldn't do it man well there's your problem he had
4: job to do <laughs> loser job. he was shopping for screen doors online <laughs> but so like i i roughed him up a bit and i then i chatted with him and he he, he told me to, almost nothing but he told me to tell his wife to reconsider his life what do you make of that?
1: Reconsider his life? Is that some sort of roundabout way of trying to get divorce papers?
4: I thought it was an 80s band, but I looked it up. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Although, we could take that and make it into an 80s band. How could are you at playing synthesizer?
4: I'm very good at synthesizer. I majored in it in college.
1: I did not. That's, that's, that's a good thing to know.
4: Yeah, Harvard, man. What a place. Before he ran, he ran so far away. <laughs>
1: Right. So, uh, where'd Sam go? Uh, she says CVS,
4: but I don't believe her. <laughs>
1: uh, you think it might have been Rite Aid instead? Yeah. And I can check and see if there's a CVS slash Rite Aid slash generic convenience store of your choice here anywhere nearby.
0: Do that. But you know that. You know it because you're from the town that there is a CVS just a few blocks away.
4: But wait a minute. That CVS has been dead for 40 years.
1: <laughs> the CVS is the one going around killing people. <laughs> Sneaky,
2: sneaky.
1: Uh, we want to head down to CVS and see if we can't catch her there.
0: Yeah, let's go. So you guys start walking down the the sidewalk, and uh, just a couple blocks up, you see Samantha with a uh, plastic bag with the CVS logo on it. CVS sponsors, please. hashtag No Sponsor. She's uh, obviously coming towards you. She's like looking at her phone and just you know looks looks a little confused.
1: Honey, that's that's a smartphone. What?
2: You're far away.
0: <laughs> what are you doing with it? <laughs>
1: Oh, ah, it's not the it She's had a smartphone for months now and it hasn't made her any smarter.
2: And we're no longer fiancés.
4: <laughs> Does that mean that you're open?
2: I'm going to go ahead and wave to them and start picking up the pace.
4: Hey, let's hang back, make her do the work. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, did you get any good information? Roy?
4: Reconsider my life.
2: Okay. I pull out a gun out of my CVS bag. They come in <laughs> packs of six. Break open the plastic. It takes me 30 minutes. No, wait, wait. Okay. That's what he said to tell his wife. Oh, okay. I wasn't quite sure. I've I told understand. that
4: story so many times. I assumed I said it to you. <laughs>
1: You know what they say about assuming Roy? Yep, you're an ass.
4: That you're an idiot? Oh, that shut up, <sighs> Dan. Well, I got a little bit of information.
2: Oh yeah? So you lied about CVS.
1: Do you want to share this information with the rest of the class, Samantha?
2: Hey guys, I stopped over to the bookstore where he works, and all of the employees are saw a noticeable difference in him when he got this book and it totally changed his behavior. It's pretty bizarre.
4: So by Dr. Phil? Because he changed my life.
2: Yes. How <laughs> did you know? So I've already been in there talking uh, to the employees. But I think we should uh, investigate that a little bit further.
1: Did they give you any information on the book? Like, you, what yeah, was but it I called,
0: can't remember or... it. What she told you was that he started acting weird after taking home a, an old diary that came in from an estate sale.
2: That's what it was—a diary. Yep. Did you read it? No, I, I haven't seen it. I, I'm, I'm, I suspect he probably still has it either probably at his house, I would assume. Way to be a detective. I mean... Oh, but but I'm not. You are.
1: That actually works out in our favor, guys. We need to go talk to his wife. While we're there, we can see if the diary just happens to be lying around. All right, we'll see. We get an address for uh, Davies. Mr. Ryan. You, you, know,
0: you know where he lives because oh, you've, okay. you, you're the acquaintance, so you, you know that uh, he and his wife and two kids live just in a little suburb not too far away. They have a nice little uh, 70s ranch kind of thing.
4: Yeah, I stalked his wife for a few years. I know where <laughs> they live. They live in like this little suburb 70s ranch. So let's go. All right. You mind driving? It's a few blocks. We can walk. God. Oh,
2: okay. Alright. We can walk, God. Yeah. Get the leash.
0: (laughs) We walk over there. We're going to arrive. It's actually about a mile away from where you guys are. That's a walk. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's a nice day. It's like 15, 20 minutes away and you see that uh, it is a, looks like a nice, comfortable 60s era ranch, just a bit north in a suburb with a lot of different homes that are kind of similar, so it's kind of a cookie cutter neighborhood. There is a maroon minivan sitting in the driveway. There doesn't appear to be any activity. Um, There's a tricycle Tipped over in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Danny. The curtains are drawn, whereas a, a lot of the other homes have some folks out and about working in their yard, that sort of thing. Some kids playing up and down, but this one seems a little eerily quiet.
1: Quick question: These drawn curtains, are they drawn with pencil, colored pencil, marker? What are we looking at here? Are they crayon?
0: No, no. They're uh, with a sword. Oh, okay. Oh. And they're quartered.
4: If I didn't mention that before. Okay, okay good.
2: Okay. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. is important information. Mm-hmm, I'm putting mm-hmm. this in the wiki. Well, let's go up and see if she's here, guys.
4: You guys guys were right. We should (laughs) have (laughs) driven.
2: You want to run back and grab the car?
4: Yeah. (laughs) You guys do the talking. I'm just gonna bust in and get some water.
2: We'll see if she's got some water.
4: I'm gonna just get the hose. Gets the hose again. I'm gonna
1: take lead, walk up to the door and give it a nice knocking.
0: About 20 seconds go by and you then you can hear somebody fumbling with a latch inside and then the door opens a little bit of a crack and you see the haggard face of Caitlyn who you know, and she looks a little startled and then a a little bit of a smile creeps across her face and she opens up the door slightly wider and says, Dan, Dan. Hey, uh,
2: Caitlin. Hi. Oh my God. It's been so long.
1: Yeah. How how are you?
2: It's not that long.
1: Doing great. I uh, saw the uh, newspaper article and I figured I'd swing on by and see how you're doing.
0: Oh yeah, I know. I don't know what to make of all this, but uh, uh,
4: come in. Uh, Oh, uh, this must be Samantha.
1: Yes, this is Samantha. Nice to
4: meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you. I'm on the side of the house. I'm not with you. I had a plan with the hose thing. That's fine. I, Roy, are you staying outside? Uh, out of... Yeah. She doesn't know I'm there. Got it. Okay, got it.
0: Well, well come on inside. Come on inside. Uh, would you guys like some iced tea or anything? Uh... I'm good.
2: Oh, I'd love some. Thank you
0: okay, yeah, come on. And you can see the, you know, it's a 1960s ranch. So the, the kitchen is just right off the living room there. And she says, uh, have, have a seat, have a seat, uh, just clear off a path. And you can see at a glance that the household is in a Bit of a not well-kept state. There is toys around that haven't been picked up. No sign of the kids at all. And there's a bit of a musty odor in the air. Why don't you each give me a spot hidden roll?
1: I needed a 48 and I rolled a 99. And I go blind instantly.
2: Which is a fumble, yeah. I needed a 76 and I got a 75.
1: One person in the room has eyeballs. Can you tell who? Samantha,
0: you see that Caitlin has a bit of a limp. She's taking great pains to try to hide that. Hey,
2: Dan, huh? has she always had a limp? She, it looks like no. she's trying to cover that up. No, she's... And,
0: and Dan, you look, and quite clearly, Caitlin does not have a
1: limp. Uh, she looks fine to me. What? You sure it's not just... I mean, she's a little frumpy. But, I mean, her husband was just, you know, arrested and thrown in jail for trying to steal ketamine. And
2: that instantly makes you frumpy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it would make anyone frumpy.
2: Within a day. It looks like she's having a hard time, Dan. I'm going to offer to help her in anything she needs. Are you cool with that?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So she comes back with uh, two glasses of iced tea. You can see that she she's put on a uh a smile but uh, it looks a little on the wobbly side to you sam and she gives you the the i see she's like it's and i hope
1: that's okay yeah that's perfectly fine oh, that's fine well thanks
0: and she takes a chair across from you so dan uh, have you guys set a date yet
1: uh, not yet i mean we've been tossing ideas around but i'd say i'm out i wouldn't say we've set anything permanent yet okay
0: well you know just let us know um when when ryan's back home we we'd love to
2: get together with you guys um do you need any help with anything? I mean while I'm here I have nothing to do this afternoon if you if you need any help around the house or
0: why don't you go ahead and give me a persuade roll
2: I needed a 10. I got a 43.
0: She kind of stiffened slightly and she's like what do you mean? What's what's wrong? She looks around the house. Oh,
2: nothing's wrong. I just know this could be a trying time as they're trying to figure out how we can help him. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm here for you if you need anything.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we just met, but I'll keep it in mind. So, Dan, um, what have you been up to? Uh, We haven't seen you around in a couple months.
1: It's been a rough couple of months just after I think I shouldn't say much without Sam's approval first. That's right.
0: Pussy whipped.
1: Which <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough couple of months for us. I've just been uh, trying to get back into the swing of things at work.
0: Oh, that's right. I oh Oh, you're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Samantha. I, I didn't make the connection. Samantha Blaine, Charles Blaine. I'm so sorry about your father.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I, I, I hope they find him. And I, I'm sure everything they're saying about him is, is not right. It's uh, I'm sure he had nothing to do with that.
2: To do with what?
0: Well... The murders.
2: Oh yeah, of course he didn't have anything to do with the murders. Well,
0: that's what I said. Are you saying something else?
2: No, I'm saying what you're saying. Are you saying something else?
0: Uh, oh no, I'm saying the same thing. Do
2: you I need think? help cleaning this filth, pigsty? <laughs> because I could barely walk through the wade through the toys and garbage <laughs> on your floor.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sorry. The the kids are at their grandparents uh, for a few days. So you're playing
2: with their toys then? Well,
0: I just haven't gotten around to it. It's just been it's been it's been kind
2: of tough. I go over and put my arm, <laughs> sit by her, and put my arm around her, kind of lean in a little.
0: I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, Ryan's coming home tomorrow. Everything's gonna be fine.
2: Mm. Okay, good. But like I said, if you do need anything, even if it's just to have an ear to talk to, I'm here.
0: Why don't each of you give me psychology rolls?
2: Wow, her Ugh. demeanor changed quickly. Give me psychology roll, and I'll see if you can help me. <laughs> I needed a ten, and I rolled a twenty-four.
4: That would be a failure, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. As far as. She knows he's coming home.
2: I needed a 10 and I got a 16. No one wants to spend any luck or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I can actually. I thought I was much lower than what I am.
0: As you comfort her, she does sort of... You can feel her body go from rigid to slumped soft. You could tell that she's... Frumpy? A little bit starved for attention, maybe? Do you need a sandwich?
1: (laughs) Pseudo make me a sandwich.
0: I need a sandwich of... Attention, please. Oh. Sam won't make it for you because she's a bad cook. And she kind of looks up at Sam, and you can see that her eyes have gone from hard, untrusting to very open. Uh, are, are you guys hungry? Do you want anything to eat? I've got some chicken salad leftover from lunch.
2: Oh, no. We're, we're fine. We, we've eaten this morning. What are your plans for dinner? Oh, uh, I'm just going to, you know, I'll probably have some leftovers. Why why don't you and I go out for dinner tonight? We'll let the boys do, do what they need to, and, and you and I can go to dinner. Does that sound okay? That actually sounds really good. I, I haven't been Psych. out with girlfriend
0: (laughs) you've been punked there's a nice little uh, tapas bar that opened up uh, just downtown Italian? no Italians here Dan is that okay with you?
1: yeah yeah she looks like she could use some time away. You two girls have your fun. Okay. Okay. Sweet.
2: Yeah, uh, that, what, what time? I, I, that'd be great. Well, we'll have to get back to the house so I can get my car, and then um, I'll come back and, and pick you up like at 6.30. Is that okay?
0: That's perfect. That'll give me time to uh, get ready and pick up a little bit. I've got to, Obviously, I've got some chores to do. Sounds good. Slob. That, that'd be very nice. Thank you. Alright, well,
2: we'll get out of your hair, unless Dan, did you want to talk to her about anything? Like, why we're here? Oh, it,
0: you know, if you get a chance, Dan, uh, I'm sure ryan would love to see you you know they, they do allow visitors at the jail so
1: yeah um already on top of that we actually went in and saw him earlier today oh oh how is he yeah i didn't get much of the conversation i was pulled aside by a work thing but a friend of mine fbi agent does this whole investigating thing for a living name is roy had a chance to talk to him he Says that he didn't remember anything.
0: Yes, that's what he told me when I saw him earlier this morning.
1: He told us to tell you that you should reconsider his life. His
0: life, okay. Does
1: that mean anything to you?
0: No, I get, it's kind of a weird thing for him to say.
1: That's what we were thinking. but he... That's what
0: he said, reconsider his life?
1: Yeah, the way he said it, we assumed you would know what that meant.
0: I mean, we've been having some problems lately, but... I don't know what that would that means exactly. I mean he's been having some episodes
2: what do you, what do you mean by episodes?
0: past few weeks he his personality has sort of taken like abrupt turns he's he snapped at the kids, called them brats, oh wow, he would. Call me some names. Oh, no. Like it's slob. But it would just like last a couple minutes, uh, sometimes, sometimes a few hours. The weirdest thing is, mm-hmm. he started smoking. And he's never done that in his life. Dan, you know, he never smoked.
1: Oh, no. He was straight laced the whole way. I And it
0: was ridiculous. I mean, maybe I got to pack around here someplace. And she gets up and starts shuffling around on a, a little desk that's over in one corner. And she comes back with some weird, expensive cigarettes. They're not even like a certain brand, but they're in like a plastic holder. She goes, God knows where he got this thing.
1: I've never heard of Red Apple cigarettes before.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, weirdest brand. I don't, I don't understand it. Do you know when he started acting different? Can you pinpoint a time or an incident or anything like that?
0: You know, it's it's weird. It was. Probably around, I don't know,
2: four or six weeks ago. Okay. Right right in that neighborhood. You know, that's strange because I went into the bookstore just to see how the employees and stuff were doing. And they said the same thing, that he started acting strange about four or five weeks ago.
1: Didn't they tell you some, about some strange diary? He oh, that's had? right.
2: Yeah. At the, he got a bunch of books from an estate sale and he found this diary and he would not, he would not let it go. He took it home with him, is what they said anyway. Yeah, that's... That it, that's funny. That's he did bring
0: home this book. He was he brought it home. It was about a month ago, and you know he he's always bringing stuff home, so I didn't think anything of it. But right, this one he was like really absorbed in it. I mean, he was just like reading it all the time. Um, he did bring it home from work, and usually he like shares books with me and likes to tell me all about them. But this one he just sort of kept to himself. I saw him with it a couple times. It was like this big, gigantic book. It was about the twice, twice the size of like a normal book. And it looked like it was leather bound, like a, almost like a coffee table book and really thick, really thick. And there was one time he he sort of left it around because ordinarily he didn't, he kept it tucked away someplace. I don't even know where, you know, now that you say it, did, did he say reconsider his life or did he say reconsider my life?
1: Put money on that he probably said reconsider my life
0: that that makes more sense because the name of the book was my life i caught the title it was it was right there on the t- on the book do you
2: have the book here do you think he left it here
0: as soon as i saw the title he like scooped it up and and I've, i haven't seen it since
1: how long ago was that
0: it must have been a couple weeks ago i
1: think oh wow okay do you know where he kept it or if it would still be somewhere in the house maybe
0: it might be i don't i guess I guess you would have to look, but I, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it.
2: Mind if we toss the place? Well, if you if you'd like to poke around, that that's fine with me. If you don't mind, we're gonna try to find any information that can help us figure this out for you guys.
1: I've known Ryan for a long time, and this is nothing like him. And I'm I'm all on board for for helping him out. Okay. So we are going to toss this place like a salad.
2: All right. <laughs> Ooh, pick me.
0: Go ahead and roll me some spot hiddens.
2: Hello, spot hidden. This didn't go so well last time, but sure, why not? I needed a 76. I got a 27. I
1: needed a 48, and I rolled a 58.
0: You guys spend a fair amount of time searching so we're gonna cut back real quick to Roy and see what he's up to
4: uh initially when I what I did I stayed outside as I just scouted the place kind of I like looked in that little crappy basement window and checked out the backyard see if the shed was open stuff like that
0: why don't you go ahead and give me
4: a spot hidden I did a 70 and I got a 51
0: yeah you you noticed that uh a couple things there are usually two vehicles here Uh, One of them is clearly missing. Uh, Looks like it was probably a car of some sort. You can tell by the tire tracks. And given your background in law enforcement, you're probably certain that Maybe it's impounded because he got arrested, and that probably happened earlier this morning. Beyond that, you don't see anything unusual or out of the ordinary. You do get some weird glances from the neighbors as you're skulking about in middaylight.
2: Should have had pants on, first off.
0: But beyond that, you don't really see much of anything. Um, Maybe you find a cigarette butt in a weird kind of plastic holder. looks like a brand that you've never encountered before. It is burned all the way down to the filter. So whoever smoked this cigarette really liked it.
2: By God,
0: he's a
4: vape lord. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do, Roy? I guess I'll, I'll talk to the neighbors, see if they notice anything. So you see a bald gentleman puttering
0: in his garden next door. Kind of a fat guy. Looks like he's probably in the neighborhood of 70. And he, he has rosacea all along his face. It looks like the back of his neck is sunburnt. And he's planting some petunias. Hey, Petunia.
4: Yeah, what's up? You been noticing anything weird with the guy at this house? Oh, you're talking about Ryan? And he
0: stands up and stretches his back and... It's kind of flexing. You hear some
4: creaking bones. Yeah, Ryan, I'm doing some investigation. Yeah, I know Ryan. He's,
0: he's a good guy. He's a good guy, but I uh, heard he got in a bit of a trouble last night.
4: Yeah. he been
0: doing anything weird. you seen him lately? And he kind of sidles up a little bit closer to you, and he's like, well, between me and you, I think that boy's got a problem. What's the problem? Well, I, I'm not want to talk out of turn, but I was, uh, let's say, taking the garbage out late one night, and i they had their window open just to crack, and I could hear him screaming at the top of his voice, Take it, baby, take it! And you could hear her crying. Now, I, I thought maybe I should uh, call the police or something, but I'm a neighborly kind of guy, so instead I went up to I uh, rung their doorbell, and uh, sure enough, he comes out, he's like zipping up his pants, and he looks a little bewildered i, I don't know and I, I was like ryan how's it going and he's like well, I, you know we're all good we're all good and i, I was like okay i just want to make sure everything was fine in there and and then she appears behind him and you can see she's been crying uh, and i'm waiting for her to say something and she just says good evening to me and and they both smile and look at me and that's that like so I left, and there was nothing going on.
4: Yeah, but babies cry all the time, man.
0: It wasn't a baby crying. It was it was her. Oh, man. I'm shook. I don't want to talk out of turn, but... It's your turn to talk. I just talked. If they got marital problems, they got to figure it out for themselves. I'm just going to stick to my
4: petunias. You know what I'm saying? Those are nice petunias. and I know what you're saying. Thanks.
0: I work on them. They're
4: voluptuous. They're full... <laughs> Check out those stamens. <laughs> Can we chat about these petunias? These are legal, fully legal petunias.
1: They are over 18 years
4: old. These are fully legal. These are not from Brazil. Award winning. Gotta do my job. You do your job. and I gotta get back to my garden. You cool? Yeah, I'm cool. Thanks for that. All right. <laughs> you,
0: you have a good day, young man. Yeah, you too, old man. Petunia. So you uh, depart him. We'll switch back over to Sam and Dan tossing their salads. Yeah. Their collective salads. So, Sam, you happen to notice that there is a light on in the basement. And so you're in full toss salad mode. Break my legs down and I get up. You see a pretty well-kept basement. Um, there's a lot of knickknacks about. There's a tool bench there.
2: So nobody in a raincoat with Noxima on their face? Nope, nobody at all. But there is the Blair Witch, so... Oh, I'll stand in the corner
0: so she can't see me. But you do spot a plastic bag that there's a little bit of Christmas tinsel coming out of it. I'm going to go investigate. You go and look, and sure enough, there is a bunch of Christmas gear there. There's an old, boxed-up, fake Christmas tree, some ornaments... Kept very nicely in a keepsake box. But there is some string lights and a bunch of tinsel and garland in bags. But one of them has a, a slit in it. In the
2: bag? In the bag from which tinsel is poking out. I'm going to um, slowly insert my hand into the tinsel. Bag slit.
4: Oh, yeah. I that.
2: Music starts at the base. Very White, what are you doing here?
0: You feel something solid in there that... Clearly feels like a
2: heavy, leather-bound book. I'm going to call for Dan real quick. Dan, come down in the basement, please. I'm going to step back a, a step from the tinsel sack slash gash. I found it. You found the book? Yeah, he stashed it in the Christmas ornaments. Go figure, right? Yeah. Happy memories. Tis the season. I don't know if it's something like on the binding of the book that's poisoned him or done done something. I don't want to touch it. Probably smart. Do you want to go get Roy?
1: Maybe he has like latex gloves with him or something. See if he's
2: caught his breath yet. I'll touch anything. Zip. Hey, Roy, does this look infected to you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stay put. Don't touch or read that book. Okay. I'm going to go grab Roy. I'm going to spin around and head up the staircase (laughs) with my my glorious locks for all to see, waving behind me. Stupid universe. (laughs) Uh, Head upstairs, and I'm going to open the front door and stick my head out and see if I can see Roy out there.
0: Uh, You do see Roy. Uh, He is essentially at the house right next door. Still talking about petunias. He's walking back towards the
4: house.
1: Hey Roy, get over here. We might have a, a a bit of a lead.
4: Hey, you meet that Petunia guy? He's a stitch, man. Uh, no. So I think we found the book. All right. You want me to lick it?
1: <laughs> do you happen to have any uh, like latex gloves on you? I know you still you're still active in the FBI. You still do investigations, do you?
4: I don't have any fingerprints anymore, but yeah, I got some just in case.
1: Okay, good, because we need to get this book out of here, but me and Sam don't want to touch it because we don't know if that's what started this whole thing. You know, maybe there's something on the book itself that was causing him to go crazy.
4: Don't worry, I got it. I've been trained for this sort of thing.
1: Well, follow me. I'm going to bring him into the house and we're going to start heading towards the basement.
4: As you walk back into the house, Caitlin meets you at the
0: front door and she's like, uh... What's going on, Dan? Did you did you find it? Hey, Lisa. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Caitlin, this oh, Caitlin. is uh, my FBI Ooh. investigator buddy, Roy.
4: Hi, Roy. Uh, nice to meet you. You look just like I always imagined. You spoke with my husband? Yeah, I did. How, how is he doing? He's okay. God, why is everything about him? Oh, okay. I just looked at Petunias, damn it. Maybe you should worry about your neighbors sometime, hmm? He's an interesting man. Oh, uh, you, you mean Fred? Does Fred do Petunias? Yeah, yeah, he has a very nice Petunia garden. Me and him? And we're going out to Buffalo Wild Wings later. Sponsor us, Buffalo Wild Wings. Hashtag not sponsored.
0: Oh, well, uh, well I'm glad you're making friends. Um, uh, would you like some tea? I already had something to drink, but thanks. Okay. Well, if you guys found the book, I'd really appreciate it if you got it out of here.
1: All right. Yeah, it's what we're planning on doing. Uh, he was hiding it in a, a, a garbage bag full of tinsel in the basement.
4: Oh, that's strange. If you cleaned up a little more, you might have found it. Oh,
1: Come on, Roy. You're trained in this kind of thing. Let's get that book out of here.
4: I walk up and I just palm the book and take it out. As you pull the book from the bag of
0: tinsel and garland, you notice that it is a very large book bound in burgundy colored leather. The text block is edged with silver gilt and the front cover sports the words, My Life in Silver.
1: Well, I guess now why, we know why he said reconsider my life.
2: Yeah, then now it makes sense.
1: But what did he mean by
2: reconsider?
4: What if this was all an elaborate ruse? No, no, it's not, it's not rouge, it's burgundy. Oh, God. It's similar, but I sit in the corner and think
2: my life through. Okay, well, we've got the book. Um, Let's get it out of here. We
1: have uh, another kind of bag we can put it in so we don't have to... I think
2: Roy likes to palm stuff, so we're good.
0: <laughs> I'll carry it, no problem. He does like the stink palm when he's hanging out at the mall. <laughs>
1: I just want to say, before we go, right here, right now, that we all agree that no one here is going to open that thing and read it.
4: Can I open it right
2: now? No, Roy. <laughs> Would you like a pretzel?
1: Reading it seems to be what have caused Ryan's problems. I just think it'd be better if we all agreed right here, right now, to leave that thing alone until we understand it a little better.
2: Okay. Do some research. Fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We all know what happens when you open the dark hole. Dark hole.
0: The dark tome.
1: Great podcast, by the way.
0: Hey, dark
4: tome, what you got for me?
2: <laughs> Damn it, Mr. Gussie. Well, I'm going to go upstairs and um, say goodbye to, to Caitlin while you guys get the book out of here.
4: Wait, is her name Caitlin? Yeah. I've been calling her Lisa for eight months. <laughs> I've been stalking the wrong lady. <laughs> That's only when she wears the wig. Poor Lisa. Come on, Roy. So uh, the three of you
0: guys go back upstairs holding the book with Roy holding the book. And uh, she's kind of keeping her distance from you and looking very warily at the book.
1: Don't worry, Caitlin. We're gonna make sure that this thing doesn't screw anyone else up.
0: I really appreciate that. I'm sure me and the kids will feel so much better when that thing's out of the house. Are we still on for dinner? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tapas, you know, we can have
4: some bacon-wrapped cream cheese stuffed uh, jalapenos. You know, I heard they
2: have something new on their menu. It's bacon-wrapped meatloaf. Yo,
4: I could go for dinner. Man, I'm excited.
2: Oh, sorry. It's just the girls tonight, Roy. It's girls' night. Sexism is alive and well. Roy, you you and me can go have a guy's night you know why don't you guys do some research and see what you can find out about the book in your hand
4: how about you actually do something for once and contribute to the team
2: sam dan mm-hmm. if you get the biscuit again you're not sleeping in my bed
1: okay we're gonna have a research party roy i know how much you love research parties
2: can
4: we do it in a montage
1: of course it's a montage 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 with inspirational music
4: rocky three only rocky three
1: i'll i'll have to see if we can afford the rights to that
4: Sponsor us, Rocky Three. If
1: we can't, we'll have to use lesser-known knockoff Rumpy Three.
0: So Caitlin ushers the three of you out of the house uh, with the promise to see Samantha at six thirty, pick her up, and take her to dinner and have girls' night. Where to now?
1: I say we hike back to Roy's car and we head back to the manor.
0: Okay, sounds good. I could go for some tapas, some papas. How about some mamas? It's twenty seventeen. Papas and the mamas are the best. So you're back to the car. (sighs) You're right.
2: We should have drove.
1: Oh, come on, guys. I walk like five times that in a day in my day job. You're
2: in the military, mister. It's, it's easy. Try doing it with a, a 10-pound pack. You mean you could have carried me? Oh,
4: yeah. Well, I I used to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow, so... Hey,
1: Roy, why don't you let me drive so you don't have to stop uh, greasy palming that book that you love so much?
2: Fine. <laughs> so what are you guys going to do? you just going to try to look it up on the internet, or you're not actually going to open it, are you? Oh, no.
1: That thing is going to be locked away in... Now that I'm thinking about it, do you happen to remember the combination to your dad's old safe that he has in his office? Oh, geez, let me look in the wiki.
2: <laughs> you know what? It's kind of funny. He never changed it from the factory settings. So it's one, two, three, Yes! Four. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Wow, that's that's real. It's actually one, two, three, five. Who would guess that?
1: So we are going to lock that thing in your dad's safe. Okay, and it's going to stay there.
2: All right. Well, let's get home. I'm going to go ahead and get ready, and I need to take a shower after all this exercising. Hey, Dan. What do you, what what do you
4: need, Roy? Can we have Petunia come on the research party? You just met him. His name
1: is
2: Fred. And we're already in the car driving back to the house. You just now bring this. It's up? like
4: two miles. I bet he loves research. But why don't you call his mom and tell have him to call me? <laughs> we have a <laughs> <laughs> We can see if we can. I, I might just do that. He's like seventy, so I'm sure his mom's still alive. <laughs> we
1: can try and arrange a sleepover for you and your new friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're just jealous. In bed by ten, Mister. You only hang out with girls. Cooties. We're on our way back to the house, so it's whenever we can get there, the the sooner the better. <laughs> You're there.
4: You're fine. I'm calling Petunia.
2: Too
1: excited being in a small enclosed space with that book.
2: It's, it's uh, pretty scary. So as soon as we get home, I'm going to go ahead and jump in the shower.
1: Me and Roy are going to head into the office, and before we lock the book in the safe, I want to use my phone to just take pictures of it. You know, take a picture of the front and the the binding on the the side, the bound side of it and the back of it, just so I have some photos for reference.
2: Roll for melted phone. Oh. Okay, great. You you make
0: uh, some photos in your phone of the uh, tome, and uh, then lock it away in the safe.
1: Now that that is not going to be going anywhere, nor being read by anyone, Roy... Are you ready for a research montage? Because I know I am.
4: Petunia said he's too busy planting to hang
1: out. <laughs> you ruined my life. <laughs> Roy, right, right. I need right, I need you to focus. Research montage. I even sprung for the Rocky Three music just to make you happy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. I'll do it.
1: And cue music. I'm going to clap my hands.
4: Hearts on fire, strong (laughs) desire. Let's try not to get sued here. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: So if I'm understanding correctly, Samantha is finishing getting ready and going to head back out and pick her up for some uh, girl-on-girl action. And then so we have uh, Dan and uh, Roy. Doing research?
1: We're having a research montage.
0: Great. And what, what does that entail, and what is it you're trying to do?
1: We're attempting to see if there's any record of this book, if anyone has seen it before, if anyone knows anything about it. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to... Before, hold on. Before Sam goes out, I want to stop her before she leaves. Uh, hey, Sam. Mm-hmm. What's if up? If you can... See if you can't get Caitlin to tell you if... See if she knows uh, what estate sale he got that book from. I mean, I doubt she will, but if we can figure out where he got it, that... Be a step in the right direction for figuring out where it came from.
2: I agree, and uh, I wanted to give you guys. When I was taking a shower, my brain started to work. Don't forget, you have that resource at the uh, college, the university. Oh yeah, you could use their library. Mm-hmm. They have an extensive library that I'm sure you'd be able to find some info there too.
1: I I happen to know the uh, the girl who runs the place.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, ho 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 ho! All right, well have a good night. Thanks. Don't open the book. I leave. It's
1: locked away in your dad's safe, and it I'm is- already gone, bro. <laughs> Walk out the front door. It's locked in the safe. The combination is... So uh,
0: I need some more information about how Roy and Dan attempt to research.
1: First thing I'm going to do is call up the head librarian over at Arkham. Because I know we have like an extensive archival section and I have a feeling that my my connection at the library might be able to give me something
0: okay What what's her name evelyn evelyn i like that evelyn's nice okay evelyn long nice i like it a lot fun rings and then a lovely sultry voice answers arkham library
1: hey evie uh, it's oh it's
0: dan. dan dan how are you
1: doing good
0: hey i'm sorry to hear about that Deerfield thing that must have been traumatic
1: yeah, it was something else.
0: I mean, all of that thunder and lightning and rain, and know, oh, just sounds like too much excitement for my blood.
1: Look, I'm trying to help out a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He happened to come in contact with a really, really weird book. Oh. I was wondering if I could email you some pictures over and, and maybe have you do some digging over on your end, see if you can't find anything out about it. It's really big, like coffee table book size. Mm. Um bound in in leather and the title is just silver letters that says my life
0: sure yeah send them right on over
1: i'll email you those pictures over so if you wouldn't if you wouldn't mind
0: yeah i'm happy to do it i'll take a look
1: okay thanks a lot
0: and and what is it you want to know just uh
1: if you can find anything about it we literally know nothing it doesn't have an author and let's just say we're kind of too scared to open it up
4: he is and he won't let me
0: oh okay yes i'm i'm uh, pretty familiar with some of those types of tomes so yeah i'll take a look just send them on over thanks a lot yeah you have a good evening dan you too. Bye. I'll just do some generic Google searches. So why don't we switch over to Samantha driving over to Caitlin's house? Mm-hmm. And just as you pull up, she is practically bounding out to your car and gets in. She looks in slow motion. She's put on uh, some makeup. Looks maybe slightly haphazard, as 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 if she's out of practice. Okay, uh, but she appears to be very excited. You ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's do this.
2: All right. Hop on in.
0: She gets in and
2: uh you guys drive over to the tapas restaurant. We had a wonderful dinner. I take her home.
0: You're at the tapas restaurant enjoying some lovely small plates.
2: Tiny plates.
0: So, of course, she, she definitely ordered the uh, bacon-wrapped manchego-stuffed jalapenos. Tell me two other things that you guys ordered. That's going to be burning coming out the other end.
2: We had chorizo bagel bites.
1: Okay, Google,
2: what are tapas? We had them surprise us.
0: Hello, young ladies. Would you like some more octopus? Yes, please. Yes, we we we, we do it on the planchette, so we crisp it up very nicely,
2: mm. and
0: then we serve it on mashed potatoes. Mm. So good.
2: Sounds fantastic. A little bit of cumin in there. I don't want Cubans on mine. No, no,
0: we make a sandwich. It's a Cuban. Oh, the rich guy?
2: Yeah. Oh, good. Mark, you know Mark.
1: Mark. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark.
0: Now we're doing Star Trek jokes. So Caitlin is, she's well into her third sangria. And you can tell that she's very comfortable. And and her smile is sort of slipped off her face. She can see that she's starting to become a bit maudlin with, as the alcohol takes over. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, H- how are you and Dan doing? I mean, you know, guys can be so weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're t- we're actually doing much better. Um, we had a we had a little little bit of a hiccup uh, about I'd say about two months ago, a month and a half ago. Um, but we're 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 in a much better place right now. That's yeah. good to Thank hear. Thank you so much for asking. Nobody ever ever asks.
0: I know. Like people don't even know what goes on behind closed doors. You know? Right. I don't ask because I don't care. I mean, you know, Ryan's a he's a nice guy. He really is. Mm-hmm. Ordinarily, but God, this past month it's just been. I don't. I don't. It's like I don't even know him.
2: Honestly, I don't think it was him. I think there might be something on that book, or chemical, or something on the binding. I'm not sure, but we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this, and we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We want to get him back to who he really is.
0: Good, because I just I can't take what he was doing any longer. I I grab her
2: hand. What what was he doing?
3: Well,
0: I mean, lately when we've made love, mm-hmm. he's just been very rough and cruel mm. he would he'd hit me sometimes oh my god but you know he, it's he'd call me names and and i but then he would like snap out of it and he would be so distraught as, as to what he did and
2: like he wasn't in control it sounded like
0: yes exactly and and so apologic apologetic Sorry, I'm drunk. Apologetic and 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 scared. And I was gonna, I was gonna take the kids and just leave, but right. he just he just I you know I I thought maybe maybe he's just sick, you know,
2: and maybe he just needs some help. Well, we'll definitely get to the bottom of it. I'm glad we were able to. To get to know each other tonight.
0: Oh, me too.
2: Is there anything else you need?
0: I you know, I just I it just feels good to talk, yeah. you know? I mean I, I haven't told anybody this and I caught him on the family computer surfing pornographic sites. Okay. Like vile, disgusting. Mm-hmm. And he was chatting with other women. There was hmm. adult dating sites and and he was kind of looking for local women. And he even came up with a weird name for himself. Like, what do you call it? A a handle or something?
2: Hmm. What was it?
0: Uh, Stuart. Stuart? Yeah, I don't don't know. And I I confronted him when I found out. And he just, he claimed he had no no memory of it or no knowledge. Wow, that is very bizarre. I mean, it was there. It was clearly him. But I never actually caught him using it. So he claimed that the computer got hacked and that it was somebody else. I had to put all that stuff on there.
2: That happens a lot. Hacking, I've heard.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, the
2: Ruskies. Those dogs know how to use the computer as well. You did say Huskies, right?
0: I just wish there was a Philadelphia boxer who would rise up and defeat these horrible Russians.
2: We'll get to the bottom of it. Let me run up some stairs. It helps me think.
0: I really appreciate it, Sam.
2: No problem. Anything you can do. Let's have one more drink before we finish the night. Does that sound good?
0: Sounds great. Cheers. Cheers. And I'll tell you one last thing. Uh-huh. This might be the last cheers because I've got to cash in my retirement funds to bail out Ryan tomorrow.
2: Oh, my gosh. How much is it?
0: It's it's a lot. All right, we're going to fade the scene there, and we're going to go back to Dan and Roy. Star wipe? Roy, you hop onto Google and... Are trying to get at this in any way, shape, or form you can. Why don't you go ahead and give me a library use? And I'll tell you right now, you're going to need a extreme success. Uh, I need a 16. I got a 10. You
1: got an extreme success. <laughs> you were saying. <laughs>
0: Very nice. You do come across an entry in a blog that refers to a mysterious diary.
4: And the blog belongs to someone named Emily Schumacher. Hey, Dan. Yeah. I found something. Did you know that the name Petunia originates from the word petun, which stands for tobacco in Brazil?
1: Damn it, Roy. I thought we were supposed to be looking at stuff
4: about this book. I found that too, but I thought that was boring. It's just some blog by some chick about this thing.
1: Can I take a look at that blog by chance?
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, this Emily Schumacher lady seems to know what... She seems to know what's up, but like, I don't know. It's a blog.
1: I'm going to walk over to where he's at and take a look at the blog.
4: Dan and Roy
0: cluster around the computer to take a look at Emily Schumacher's blog. At that moment, Dan's phone starts ringing in his pocket. Dan pulls out his phone and takes a peek at it. And it appears to be no one calling, but the photo he took of the book is front and center on the front of his smartphone, and you can see that the book is cracked open slightly.
1: Hey, Roy, you seeing this too? And I'm going to tilt my phone over.
0: Yeah, I swear I didn't do it. And as the both of you watch, the cover moves of its own accord in the picture and starts to open slowly. And that's where we're going to call it.
1: Yeesh. Uh I don't think we've ever been this close to the actual cursed object before.
0: I'm pretty spooked. All right, so let's go ahead and launch into our recommendals for this week. Let's go ahead and start with Gabe.
4: All right, I um, mine's decently old, but not that extremely well-known. I'm a big fan of card games, and I've played this one for a long time it's called munchkin it's a dungeon crawl one and i they have a bunch of different genres and right here i have the cthulhu one i have that as well but i have most of them and it's just a lot of fun good for parties good for family i've played it with my grandma any age can play it it's a lot of fun
2: i died from a really strange disease you have died of dysentery
0: yeah i'm trying to remember gabe what are some of the cthulhu themed cards on there that sort of differentiate it from other munchkins
4: and stuff uh, well the classes are like detective cultist professor stuff like that and then all the monsters are cthulhu themed like the level 20 is the great cthulhu and then just all the weapons are like arkham based a lot of guns and stuff that you don't get in any other times triple barrel shotgun
2: nice
4: brian why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your recommendo
2: my recommendo is one punch man it just came out on netflix it's an anime i'm only one episode in But it's captured me right off the bat. Uh, Basically, it's a, I don't want to give much away, but the city constantly gets attacked by powerful villains. And they have a plethora of superheroes that are saving them until one super monster something or another comes in and beats up all the superheroes, except for one guy. He can kill anything with one punch. And he's so depressed because he never has a challenge. Said Batman.
1: Martha! Spoilers.
2: All right, cool. Uh, so, Matt, go ahead and take it away, buddy.
1: This week, I'm going to tell you to play a really awesome game called The Curious Expedition. It's a roguelike expedition simulator that's set in the late 19th century. So you take on the role of one of a multitude of real-life explorers, and you are tasked with going out into the quote-unquote unscouted new world in order to find treasure and... uh try and become the most famous explorer out there. You're going to have fun rummaging through unknown lands, you know, screwing over the natives by taking all of their their valuables. All the fun of of exploring back in the late 19th century.
0: Okay, sweet. Well, my recommendo for this week is a movie on Shudder called Pieces. I love pizza From 1982 about a young boy who was putting together the pieces of his puzzle. Unfortunately, the puzzle is of a naked woman. And also, unfortunately, his crazy-ass mother catches him trying to put it together. So she comes in and threatens to kill him and burn all his toys, gather up all his toys and burn him. While she's trying to gather up all this crap, he comes in and kills her with an axe. Chops her up and he hides in the closet. The police find him and believe him to be one of the victims of the axe murder, whoever that might be. Cut to 40 years later. And there is a string of murders happening on campus. You don't know who's doing it, but this black-gloved killer is walking around your pretty standard giallo slasher film. Essentially taking a chainsaw to all the lovely young women and hacking up bits and pieces of them. Now this is uh, a lot of fun because it's horrible. The plot is terrible, the acting is terrible, but it has a certain 1980s charm. The special effects are what you might crave In the early 80s, there's one awesome scene where the killer sneaks in a chainsaw into an elevator with a young lady, because that's what you can do is sneak in a chainsaw into an elevator. And she goes to push a button to go to a different floor because she realizes he's probably bad news and he swings the chainsaw up and just takes her arm off as she's trying to push the buttons. Pretty awesome. Shudder is streaming uh, a very high quality version of this movie. Way better than any movie deserves. It looks so good. And it's just such a terribly bad movie, but one of those too bad, but good. That is this a sequel to Dirty Dancing? I, You know, I don't think it is. In 82, I think that might be a little early, but... uh Prequel. Well, that's going to be it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thanks to everyone for listening, and thank you boys for playing along. Thank you. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google, Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com with links to all our social media, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our wiki. You can find me on Twitter at
2: Lovecrafttapes.
1: And you can find me on Twitter trying to figure out what the fuck is up with this book at the TheRealWeirdKid.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Brian Podcasts,
4: And you can find me retweeting that. I'm on Twitter at Lovecraft Gabe. Until next time, roll for sanity.
0: <laughs> the Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.